0: Hello and welcome to the Will and Way podcast, the ultimate student guide. Here, I hope to offer you valuable insights into life as a student, and to try make your life a little bit easier. I hope to cover everything you might encounter as a student, from finances, flatting to organisation and studying. I hope you enjoy and find something valuable to take away and share. Welcome to the first episode of the podcast. It's really exciting to have you here and be giving this a go. Um, my name's Madison and today I'm going to talk about how to study 101. And I think this is a really important topic and one of the reasons that I chose it for the first episode is because it's so foundational to everything learning. You never learn how to study. But how can you learn anything else without knowing how to learn? And it's not on the curriculum. No one ever teaches you it. It's just something that you're expected to learn. And I think that's fair in that everyone studies differently. But at the same time, it would be nice to have a bit of a toolbox to be able to approach this in the first place. And so there's a couple of concepts that I'm going to touch on today, and the first one is studying smart, not hard. And before you turn off the podcast, because I know you've heard this a million times, so have I, but I think that no one ever really gives you practical examples of what this means. And we all know that studying smart, not hard, it means being efficient with your time. But practically, how do you execute this? So for me, I started my studying journey by writing down these beautiful notes after a lecture. I would take my lecture notes and I would make them look so pretty. I would add all these beautiful colors. I would spend hours making them look perfect. And then I would spend even longer making flashcards and this took ages and it just wasn't practical by second year you have so much information being thrown at you you just don't have enough hours in the day to make these beautiful notes so I pivoted and I developed well I can't say I developed it but I started to print off the lecture slides before the lecture and i would print them off so that there were four lecture slides per page and it was an a, it was a double sided page so for each bit of paper i had eight lecture slides and then in the lecture i would just annotate and that would be all the notes that would be what i would study i wouldn't create any other notes and this worked so well i can't tell you how life-changing this was for me and there were a number of reasons i think it worked so well the first reason is that in a lecture you kind of have two streams of information coming at you you've got whatever the lecturer is explaining and then you've got their powerpoint and often the lecturer is using the powerpoint for reference so whatever they're saying is more detail on top of the PowerPoint. But it's really difficult to be able to absorb that detail when you aren't even, you don't have enough time to read the PowerPoint. And I've seen in lectures, you know, people are furiously writing and typing on their laptops to be able to get down the information that was on the slide, as well as the information that the lecturer is trying to convey. And it just doesn't work. It's, too much information, whereas if I've got the slides in front of me, it's just one stream of information, and I actually found that I would walk out of the lecture with a much better understanding of the topic, because I was just annotating the slides, I was just trying to understand what the lecturer was trying to explain to me. I didn't have that need to write down everything that was on the slide, because I already had it. And it meant that I didn't need to re-watch lectures because I had already written down all the important bits. And every now and then if I missed something, I'd just draw a little star on the slide and then I would re-watch just that slide. And it saved me so much time. The second reason I think this works really well is you miss less information. And what do I mean by that? I think when you transfer information... It's easy to make an error, it's easy to write something down wrong, it's easy to miss an important detail simply because you don't yet understand its importance or its significance because when you're transferring that information you haven't yet learned it, you're transferring it so that you can learn it and so you don't understand how all the little pieces fit into the puzzle. And it's easy to leave something out or just think something's insignificant because you don't understand it yet. Whereas if I've got the PowerPoint and I've annotated it and I've made sure to highlight what the lecturer highlighted and cross out what the lecturer said I didn't need to know, I can't make an error because what's in front of me is exactly what the lecturer has written. And so after the lecture, I had my PowerPoints, my annotated PowerPoints, and I had a clear file, and each subject had a different colored clear file. And then you just slip the PowerPoint into a pocket. So it was really easy. Say I wanted to study Lecture 3. I just turned to page 3 of my clear file and pull out the PowerPoint and study that. And then I don't think it was, like... A huge waste of paper because there were eight slides per PowerPoint but you know there were some lecturers who had hundreds of PowerPoint slides and so it did end up being a fair amount of paper and it was across you know four subjects at a time and so I invested in an iPad and I started to annotate the slides on the iPad just to cut down on my waste But I also found it helpful because a lot of lecturers don't post their slides before the lecture, which left me scrambling a little bit. But having the iPad, I could quickly take a photo of the lecture slide and then annotate that and then take a photo of the next lecture slide and annotate that. And at the end of the lecture, I would get all of my photos and put them into a PowerPoint. And that became my notes for that lecture and then obviously you could save it as lecture three in your musculoskeletal file. And I just found overall this was so much more efficient and compared to my classmates who would spend the evening rewriting their notes or writing flashcards of the whole lecture, which is a lot, it's a lot of information, especially when you've not heard of half the things they're talking about before. But I would spend the evening learning. And I'd do this by covering up sentences or definitions and reciting them aloud. I would understand the whole topic before I even tried to start memorizing. And then when I did start learning, you know, I would make mnemonics to remember concepts. And what this meant was I was ready for the lecture the next day because in the hour after the lecture, and I genuinely think it should only take an hour, I'd basically learnt it. But the people that were rewriting, making flashcards, they're not necessarily absorbing and learning the information in doing so. So they're on the back foot They had to do twice the amount of work that I did. I'd even argue they did more than twice the amount of work because I would sometimes spend hours making my notes look beautiful. Whereas I would firstly understand the topic with the notes that I'd taken and then I would learn it. And then if I did feel I needed to write some notes, I would write them. And I wouldn't write them, I wouldn't write pages and pages. I would simplify it, which I think is another really important concept. Simplify your information. And it takes me back to this quote by Einstein, which I first heard when I was in primary school. And it goes, if you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it well enough. If you can't understand it, if you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it well enough. And I think this is so true because it goes back to how you should be learning. You can't learn everything in all the detail. Think of it like a picture. You can't just suddenly paint all the flowers on the tree at the same time that you're painting the tree and the mountains. You can't do it all at once. You have to build it, you have to start with the mountains. And then you start with the tree trunk and then you start with the leaves and then you can start to put the detail like the flowers on the tree and the clouds in the sky and all that stuff. But it needs to start simply. You need to strip it back to its barest concept. And if you can understand that, then you can start to add the detail. And I think if you can strip it back to the point where you can explain this really complicated concept to someone who's never heard about it before in a couple of sentences, then you know what you're talking about. And then you can start to add in the detail. So the way I would simplify my notes, if I felt the need to write notes, was I was only allowed to fit it on a single side of blank A4 paper. And this was back when I was putting it in my clear file. So it would kind of become the cover page for my lecture. And on this page, you know, I'm not talking about writing out definitions. You've already learned that way back. I'm talking about diagrams and concepts and make it colorful and make it easy to remember. And that to me is studying smart, not hard. It's about learning the concept first. Before you write out your notes, and it's not making extra work for yourself. I think often, and I'm guilty of falling into this trap as well, often we feel that the time that we put into it to put into studying correlates to the outcome and the grade. And I remember in pre med, I would have Excel spreadsheets with exactly how many hours I'd spent every week per subject but it doesn't work like that and if you can study effectively you won't need to put these hours and hours in you're kind of buying back your time and that time can be spent instead of doing all this admin stuff like rewriting notes you can spend it learning and I found that I never had to cram Because I was learning as I went and I was able to stay on top of it. Because I wasn't spending hours and hours and hours doing it. So I think to conclude, study smart, not hard. It means buying back your time. Cutting out the inefficiencies. And learning how you can optimize the time that you have to learn. The second um, thing that I, or concept that I wanted to talk about is utilizing different ways of studying. What I mean by this don't read. Don't read your notes. You need to say things out loud or you need to write them down. You need to draw diagrams, flow charts, do past exams, pretend to teach someone, actually teach someone. You can quiz each other. and what this means is you're producing rather than consuming. And in an exam situation, which of the two are you doing? Are you consuming or are you producing? You're producing, right? So you need to replicate that in your study. And it's kind of like athletes. You need to train in the same way that you perform. Like water polo players, they don't train by running, they train by swimming and throwing around their balls. So as a student, you need to look at studying like training. You're getting ready for the exam or the game. And if you've studied in the right way and used the right muscles and learnt the information in the correct way, then you've got nothing to worry about. You don't need to worry about how good the opposition is because you know your stuff and I'm a firm believer that if a significant proportion of the class is failing or getting poor grades that's not a reflection of you or your knowledge or your ability to recall it was a poorly written test and unfortunately in this case there's not much you can do but you can prepare for this scenario by doing past exams and getting an idea of what points the examiner is looking for. But the moral of the story is, utilize different ways of studying. Don't just read your notes. You need to find ways that you can produce when you study rather than consume. And my final point is staying in your own lane. And I'm sure you can relate to a time when you've seen someone in your course I feel like every course has that person that brags about how much study they do or you see their beautiful color-coded notes or their beautiful flashcards or they talk about how good their exam results are. And even subconsciously, without you realizing, you start to internalize this and you basically just start to freak out. And you'll know this is happening to you when you start to feel bad or guilty or frustrated or stressed that you aren't doing what they're doing, and you kind of end up in this cycle of negativity, and you almost can't even concentrate on studying because you're so worried about what everyone else is doing and how everyone else is studying, and maybe what other resources people are using. For example, In my pre-med year there was a lot of external companies offering tutoring or resources and they were able to hike the prices up very high because they used our anxiety and our fears of failing and comparison to make students spend money. And this kind of takes me back to my first point of studying smart not hard because you again are just making more work for yourself and you'll have more resources to study and you'll have someone else trying to explain things to you that the lecturer could explain in their own words because after all the lecturer is writing your exam and it's much more cost effective to go to your office hours if you have a question or you're confused than it is to pay someone who isn't writing your exam to explain something that they might even not understand very well themselves because it's likely that it's been at least a year since they themselves learned it so the best advice I have and something that I think was really beneficial to myself is to focus on your stuff and stay in your own lane because at the end of the day it's you versus the exam it's not you versus everyone else and even if it is one of those exams like for example we take an exam in medical school three times a year and your mark is based off of how well you perform compared to everyone else but you should still stay in your own lane because all that time that you spend worrying and comparing yourself to what you think everyone else is doing You could spend that time preparing and studying to get a better grade. So that's kind of the points that I wanted to cover. The first one was studying smart, not hard. Utilizing different ways of studying, so trying to produce rather than consume, and just staying in your own lane. Um, Focus on yourself. It's you and it's the exam. There's no reason why you couldn't get 100% 100% or an A plus so I hope you found something in here today that resonated with you or you found something valuable um, you can find more information and more tips and tricks on the website willandwayjournals.com and you can also purchase my dream journal the journal that I made after all my years of um, being a student, and. Hopefully you find it helpful. And that's all for today.